0: You are now listening to The Perfect Prana with Kaya Ann. What's poppin'? What's good? This is The Perfect Prana Show, and I am Kaya Ann, and your host and a new yoga instructor on the Chicago scene. I don't know where the accent just came from, but anyways, back to my show. If you like yoga, you are in the right place because all I do is talk about yoga. And if you don't, like yoga, and we'll work on that and we'll get through that together, okay? (laughs) Thank you so much for being here with me today. I am so blessed. I got some yoga news, a very special guest, the weekly wellness challenge. Before we get into all of that, let's center ourselves. I know that I need to center myself, so wherever you're at, You could be in bed, on your couch, in your car driving, walking in the park. It's a Saturday and Sunday morning for you, so there's an array of scenarios that could be happening. But wherever you are, let's find our center. I do ask that you're sitting up for this, but that's an option. Everything's an option. You could do whatever you want. There's no compulsion Look at your feet. Maybe you're wearing shoes. Maybe you're wearing socks. Maybe you're barefoot. Plant your feet into the ground or into your mat, to the floor, the earth, wherever you are. Just go ahead and and plant your feet. And then maybe give your toes a little wiggle. Let's get some connectedness to all the parts of your body. Your toes are there; they exist, so just say hi. Sit up nice and tall or stand up nice and tall. Or if you're laying down, just lengthen your spine. Roll your shoulders up and back, opening up your heart space. Our hearts are open today. Relax your jaw. And maybe soften your gaze, maybe close your eyes, or keep your eyes wide open, find a focal point. If you are able to do so, place your hands into your belly, inhale through your nose and let your belly fill up, and then hold at the top, exhale through the nose and let your belly deflate, and hold at the bottom. And then focus on your breath. Focus on that prana. And prana translating to life force or energy. Breath, breath of life has many translations. But focus on that prana because the prana is perfect. You are exactly where you need to be in this moment. I am centered. No, seriously, I am. Give that a try. (laughs) You don't have to right now, but if you ever need to, my brain is everywhere, everything's chaotic, but let me pull it all in. So, yoga news. I don't really have a story for you guys this week, but I will tell you that the Chicago Marathon is October 8th, which is on Sunday. If I was a yogi that was running 26 miles, I'm gonna tell you a few poses I would do. I have mad respect for the 45,000 people that are getting out there and running 26 miles this weekend. And this is based off of my knowledge and my personal experience as a runner, which I'm on a running pause right now. <laughs> I would do Adho Mukha Savanasana. This is like the most recommended pose ever. Downward facing dog. This is good even if you aren't a runner. It's a full body stretch. You definitely are using all the major parts of your body to get into this posture. I would just start by getting on my mat or you don't even need a mat, but you might be more comfortable with the mat. Getting on the floor, whatever. Coming into tabletop, hands and knees on the floor. Untucking the toes and then lifting your hips up and back into space. Pushing your belly closer to your thighs as you exhale. Bringing your upper arms closer to one another isometrically. Once I learned the alignment of Downward Facing Dog... It was a game changer because I swear, this is like the most repetitive pose in every single yoga class. But it used to be like one of the hardest ones for me to hold. (laughs) I wasn't really experiencing the full benefits of it. But once I started to, I was like, man, I love this. I could stay here forever. It, It truly is a restful pose. I think the cue that really helped me to act as if I'm sliding the mat forward, and that really put things into perspective for me. Really good for spinal alignment, and it also is a big stretch in the hamstrings, a good stretch in the calves. If you don't stretch, you might have tight hamstrings. My yoga teacher said that if he had to choose a pose, the most two important poses in yoga it would be automukha sapanasana downward facing dog and it would be virasana hero's pose which hero's pose is also a good one if you're running 26 miles <laughs> because it's a good quad stretch knee stretch and ankle stretch so definitely good for that ankle mobility which is important if you are running or going upstairs. This is a very challenging posture. (laughs) It looks easy, but I find it most comfortable with some props. Like I have to sit on a block to comfortably do this. To do this posture, I'd come onto my hands and my knees and I bring my knees a little bit closer together and then my feet a little bit wider apart and I would sit my tailbone between my feet. That is how the pose is normally practiced. There's there's ways to progress with this pose. It's just something you have to keep practicing and I guess it gets more comfortable over time. Also, if I was running 26 miles, I feel like this is a common one and people intuitively do this, but I would do malasana, garland pose, or some call it the yogi squat. The way that I practice practice this pose that's accessible for me, I spread my feet about, about the width of a, a yoga mat, a little bit more than hips width apart. I turn my toes out and I move my tailbone toward the ground, keeping a straight spine or straight as possible, a bright spine and bringing my hands to center. It's a really good hip opener just because running, you can get really tight hips. So it's all about the hips, baby. Legs and hips and body, (laughs) yada. okay, seriously. Also, if I was running 26 miles as a yogi, another posture I would practice. And you're going to be like, duh, when I say this. But runner's lunge. I don't even think that this has a Sanskrit name, but I would practice runner's lunge. And to practice runner's lunge, I'd start in a forward fold and half lift, lengthen my spine and lift my chest halfway and step one leg behind me while straddling the front leg keeping my heel, my back heel, facing toward the ceiling or the sky, wherever you're at. And I would stay there, chest upright, making sure my heart is staying open, really stretching that back quad. Lunges are really good for our knees, strengthening them because I know that it's very common for runners to have knee issues. And I wouldn't just stop at a runner's lunge. I would just rise into a high lunge and float my hands above my head and pretend like I'm holding an imaginary block, keeping my back leg straight. Anjaneyasana, I would definitely. I would just experiment with a lot of lunge stretches maybe I should say a fifth pose just for decoration. I would just take a yoga class in general (laughs) and really fit that into my routine and I wouldn't really discriminate between any poses. But yeah, the marathon's this weekend. If any runner's listening, then there you go. Do some yoga (laughs) because that will help you get through the 26 miles. I know that is a very hard thing. The human body is amazing. Anyways, on to my personal yoga journey. Last week, I told you that I got injured when I was running. So it's funny I'm talking about yoga for runners. But I, I did get injured, so I did to say that I had to adjust my practice and just enjoying my recovery time. My Saturday class has been so good. Every time I leave my Saturday practice, I feel so good about the class. I'm feeling confident. I'm like, yeah, that was a good class. It's good practice. Everything went well. It flowed. I don't know what it is about my Wednesday class. Is it the day Wednesday or whatever it is? I'm like, it just does not flow the same way that my Saturday class does. I don't... I, I write out the routine, where's the disconnect? Why am I not flowing as well? Like, it just is like, man, people like, oh my gosh, Kaya, why would you say it like that? Or what, what, are, what are they doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, girl, come on, get it together. Uh, so like, it's Wednesday today, and I just came from that. And I'm like, yeah, I need to center myself. What was that? But I'm excited for my class this Saturday because I feel like it's going to be a lot better because that's been the pattern so far. I'm going to have to do some readjusting or figure out how to feel more confident in my Wednesday class. Maybe it's like the middle of the week and I'm just a little bit more stressed out or have like more schoolwork due or maybe I feel so good going to my Saturday class because my show airs on Saturday and then I listen to my show on air every Saturday and then I feel good after listening to my show and I'm like going to yoga like yay I mean I felt good going today so I posted my practice on Instagram and Facebook if you want to go check it out Actually, I'm gonna uninvite you to my Facebook. Facebook is for the family, so if you don't already have my Facebook, then whatever. <laughs> but Instagram, you can find me at consistentlykaya, consistently spelled with a K, Kaya spelled K Y A H, Yoga Hills.
1: I'm here with. <laughs> I am K, also known as Kawaii, also known as She Hills, also known as DJ She How are you? I am amazing. This is like so ironic to like see you here. And then today is my last day on the radio because I'm expanding into Spotify. So this is like just so full circle today. I'm all excited. It's on FM radio Uh, two years. This divine intervention just happened just like when we were standing there together. Cause I'm like, you were like such a witness to that. Like I literally had got fired two weeks after we had that conversation and I told you I had bought it. So like, we're just the same thing is happening. I got a job as I was thinking of transitioning and then she was like, are your Thursdays free? And I'm like, they are now. (laughs) And it's a really good position. I'm like the regional yoga teacher in
0: Right? Yes. Oh my gosh. You're like really inspired me a lot when we were working together. You're like, oh, I'm going to get this YTT. And I'm, I wanted to do that too, but I just wasn't ready at that point in my life. Let's just get into the real question of the show, though. Why do you practice yoga?
1: I first did yoga in, in college at Mizzou. It was like my super semester. I used to do like modern dance and ballet and stuff. And I really enjoyed modern dance. But I couldn't find, like, a modern dance studio anywhere. There might be something I need to do, but But, um, I couldn't find a studio, so I was just, like, looking in, like, you know, the activities, the organizations, and I saw that it was, like, a yoga class on campus, and so I went, and I fell in love with it, and I was just like, okay. So, that was my first taste of it, but I really, like, got into it during 2020. So, I, like, downloaded this app and just went from there, but... It came from a place of wanting to heal myself, learning what was coming up while I was sitting with myself during 2020. I had just came off of tour, so it was like a lot of stuff that I was dealing with, like personally. But I was also led to a lot of like resources, more so like holistic resources to kind of help me deal with my stuff. I don't know. Everything just started lining and falling together, and next thing you know, I was doing yoga in the middle of the hood under a pine tree. Why do you still practice today? Because I know there are other people in the hood trying not to (laughs) lose their stuff. And, you know, they may not be so bold or motivated to go out in the middle of their driveway or their pine tree and uh, do yoga because of the environment. So my biggest thing was I didn't let my environment stop me. So I just kind of made it my duty to facilitate environments for people like me that want to get into yoga without feeling intimidated or outcasted or weird for wanting to do something like that. Yoga's a beautiful practice. To, like getting people comfortable with their body. Because you're just like so surprised, like who is uncomfortable with their bodies and stuff. I, I feel like that's something I actually came into. Because like my purpose genuinely was to just facilitate a space for people that look like me to go do yoga without, you know, get made fun of or whatever. I'm teaching um, older ladies now. I walked in and like, obviously I'm younger than them. And they just like, oh, I can't keep up with her. Like I can just feel it. And I'm just like, no, that's not, that's not, that's not bad. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna make sure you, you feel welcome and safe. And like, it's been about what, two, three weeks. And they just look like, I mean, it's so synchronized. Like all like synchronized women. And I was just like, if you guys can see how you look from like two weeks ago like your confidence is there and that's that's a big component of it I might start paying attention to that more
0: what's something that you do something that you love and something that you dream about
1: something that I do for my happiness like if I'm being transparent like I do battle the anxiety it's a battle I don't ever claim it I always say it's a battle but some days, you know, I went, I do a lot of self-care. I'll go full spa day in my house. It'll be dark in here, candles. <laughs> Something that I love that makes me happy, traveling. <laughs> traveling and um, creating, I would say for sure. I love creating things and I love travel. Something I dream about that would make me happy, but yeah, obtaining my bigger picture. It's the really big picture, but that's what I dream about every day. Like, how I want to like move and delegate, and just stepping more into my my boss era. Uh,
0: you've always been a boss. You're so fluid with life. I like how you
1: are just always just so easygoing. Uh, when I first started doing yoga, like in St. Louis, I came back home. My yoga teacher, she was like, "Yoga is about breathing in difficult positions, and you should apply that to your everyday life." And I was just, man. It's been that's been with me for at least seven years now. You have these like periods of like isolation, or to feel like you in the drought, or everything's just piling up. But it's just like think of your most difficult yoga position. Just breathe through it, and you know, it's like as soon as you come up for that inhale and go like into your resting pose, that's when something is there, like waiting for you. <laughs> I'll be keeping the faith for the most part. Some usually work out for me. So. I remember when I first heard you say that in a
0: yoga class. And that was so profound. Girl, that stuck with me. Yeah. Always having to remember to breathe. And that is why this is
1: the Perfect Piranha show. I feel like you're a godsend. Because like I said, like, <laughs> we have my moments where Like, you know, I do get down. And on my show today, I was talking about perseverance. And how, you know, sometimes you do get weak while you're persevering and, you know, you fall into like you get vulnerable and you might get into some stuff. But, (laughs) you know, it's always a point you come to a point where you like always got to bring yourself back. And then I was I mentioned like how God always sends something in my life to kind of like bring me back. It's like a smelling thought or something that happens. And it's just like I'll be at home and I'll be sad and I'm just like, I don't have this, I have that trying to find my happiness so i'll like leave the house or something then i'll run into a stranger and i'll get a compliment or one of my followers or something that hit me up like oh i listened to see episode and i'm just like huh what's next and what am i supposed to do and am i doing it right and, like i was just having that moment like yesterday and so like now i'm interviewing and i'm hearing all, you know these compliments and feedback and it's just I know what I'm, I'm on the right path and I know what I'm doing isn't in vain. Cause this is what I'm doing it for. Like so proud of you, like that is just, this is why I do stuff. And I want to show people, you know, especially young women, like you don't have to be a nine to five person. Like it takes discipline. It takes a lot of faith, but a lot of times I like to give up and get a job, <laughs> but it seemed like it's just been blocked and it's like, well you've been looking for the wrong job. So now I realize, like, oh, yeah, I can take out independent contracts still with places, you know, and not necessarily work there, but, like, work there. So that's what the, the jam is now. So definitely independent contracts. Remember that. Where can we find you? She is on YouTube, and I'm doing collective readings, like, full energy readings and whatnot, and my DJ page, too. I moved it to YouTube. More content, more gig highlights. I've been tending to my websites because I was like neglecting my websites and I was like, oh my God, Instagram was in the way. Like because <laughs> it's like you get caught up in the instant gratification of it, you know, and like being able to see things. But really, if you want to build a business, you should focus on those more tedious, harder algorithm apps. So and I didn't want to do that. I ain't gonna lie. Instagram was easy, you know, I was comfortable. So I got pushed out my comfort zone and yeah, I'm just on Facebook and YouTube and Spotify. So it's She heals DJ She Beat, all across the board. Before we go, now this is my final request since you are
0: a yoga instructor, and it just seems like it seems like that's the theme of the show. I'm always bringing on other yoga instructors at this point. Mm-hmm. So since you are, could you lead us in some prana yama cue us through a breath? Just a quick one.
1: And oh, real quick before I do that though, I think it's beautiful that you are highlighting yoga instructors. We are important. (laughs) I'm coming up on three years. It's important, and we like deserve shine as we as any other instructor. Because I feel like instructors in general don't get any shine. But um, as far as a yoga teacher, like that's a practice that has stories that need to be told. So this is my favorite. I'm gonna scoot back because I use my arms with mine. And you probably remember it. So you stand straight. Take a deep breath. Close your eyes. Take a deep inhale. Hands up. Straight. And exhale. It's a prayer. Inhale. extend. Keep your palms together. And exhale. Open your arms. Inhale. Give yourself a big hug. Exhale, open your arms. Inhale,
0: bring your palms together. And exhale, back. That's my favorite one. <laughs> Namaste. Yes. Thank you so much. Weekly wellness challenge. Y'all, let's get into this. Last week, well, technically this week, <laughs> but. I challenged you and I and I really challenged myself. This is I, I challenged myself to avoid screen time after 10 30 pm. Did I succeed? Well, I definitely said I might fail this challenge, and I kinda did. And it's it's only Wednesday, guys, and yesterday I definitely got on my phone. I was on my phone after 10.30 at like 11 maybe even 11:30 and I didn't even realize. I was like, "Man, does that mean I'm going to give up on the challenge?" No, I'm still going to carry on about the week. I'm like, "Look, that was a slip up. As long as it's like no screen time, like social media, or entertainment, good." Now, I might need to like check my phone for something or set an alarm clock or whatever, but as long as I'm not like in my bed laid up watching Netflix or Amazon Prime or Disney, like whatever, whatever I watch, as long as I'm not up watching stuff and scrolling on my phone and being mindless, that's a good start. Now that I'm not watching my phone all night till I go to bed, I've been using that time before bed to just read As soon as it's 1030, I'm like, okay, it's time to get ready to go to bed. Whatever I'm doing, I need to do it quick and I need to go to bed. Have I been going to bed earlier? Because that really is my main goal is how can I promote an earlier bedtime for myself? A little bit. And I've definitely had many nights like before this challenge where I'd be in bed, but then I couldn't go to sleep. So I ended up putting on something or watching something and then it would be like super late. This challenge has definitely stopped me from doing that. And if I can't sleep, I just lay there and bug it out. But when I master this, I am going to move that 10.30 time to 10. And then I think that that'll help me get to bed a lot earlier. I have got to learn boundaries. This challenge really helps me to stop being on my phone when I'm in bed, because I know that that makes it harder to sleep. I just need to make my bed for sleep, reading and sleep. And I can only read for so long. So if I read enough, I'll fall asleep. There's a limit to how much I can read at a a time and really absorb information. This week's weekly challenge, I've decided that since I did the Reading Weekly Challenge. This week, I'm going to write every day. I'm going to journal every day, Saturday to Saturday. I'll do one page, front and back, just journal one page. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm gonna journal regardless, like even if it's about the stupidest stuff, like it doesn't matter. The reason I'm doing this, when I started journaling, it was a life-changing experience. I got so much more clarity. It was like around my 21st birthday. It was before my YTT. I decided to start journaling. You know, ever I talk about whatever is going on with me, I would always get the advice to journal and I would never really do it. And then I started doing it and it really helped me sort through a lot of issues. I think it would be beneficial to check in with myself every day and then to have the journal to look back on. In 2023, this is what I was thinking. I think that that's really special. You know, I have so many thoughts constantly, so I could stand to write them down. And I really do feel that journaling helps with self-awareness, which is always necessary. I need to be aware of myself. What are you doing? Why are you doing it? What's up? What's going on? Are you okay? (laughs) You can journal too. It's your own private thoughts. You could say whatever you want. Judgment-free zone. Unless you're judging yourself. But if you are, then you could journal about that too. (laughs) And I'm going to end with a quote from the show that I've been watching, Dance Academy. I used to watch this when I was younger. So I'm a show rewatcher. I rewatch shows like that's my thing. So I started watching it again and it's about dancers. And it's like an Australian TV show. And these dancers are like in this top dance school in Australia. My mom says that I'm really corny. Multiple people have told me at this point that I have a horrible taste in movies and TV shows. And that may be true, but I like what I like. I can't help it. (laughs) I did feel like she said something profound. And I was like, huh, I'm going to bring this to my show. She said, the key to happiness is having something to do, something to love, and something to dream about. And that made me think about myself, like what do I do, what do I love, and what do I dream about? Well, I do, or I practice yoga, movement, pretty much been my main focus and where I've been putting all my energy into. And the show, And I really do feel like it's improved the quality of my life and has made me happier is because I have something to do, I have something to look forward to, I have something to wake up for. Something that I love, I love my family, I love people, I love my connections. Something that I dream about, this is the part that tripped me up. What do I dream about? That gives me something to journal about. So I'm going to be journaling about my dreams and really look deep inside of myself and ask myself, what do I dream about, honestly? And that concludes the show. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening to The Perfect Prana Show. Yes, I am on Spotify. I am on Apple. And I'm also airing every Saturday and Sunday, Saturday at... 10 a.m. Sunday at 9 a.m. on 88.1 FM WCRX. So much love for all of you. I'm sending love and light rays to everyone that's listening. Even the ones that aren't listening, I'm sending them love and light rays too. Thank you. (laughs) With that being said, the divine within me bows to the divine within you. Namaste.